This episode is brought to you by Skinny Pop Popcorn. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious. Oh, so light and crunchy. Skinny Pop Original Popcorn is the snack you've been searching for. Made with just three simple ingredients, popcorn kernels, sunflower oil, and salt. Snacking never felt or tasted so good. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious. Give yourself permission to snack and pick up Skinny Pop Original Popcorn today. You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Critical Hit Punch All Nazis takes place in the early days of World War II and combines high adventure with cosmic horror. All dates, locations, and historical events are thrown out the window in order to create a fun story. So don't put too much thought into historical inaccuracies. All accents are done poorly, but with love and no disrespect is intended. Last time. Wasn't he shot by someone from the Black Sun? Maybe you and I could go and see it. Uh, Perhaps if we have time. I I, I hear Uh, it's to die for. Velvet suit. Matching. No, no, no. No velvet. And as the elevator door is closing, you hear, Yeah, yeah, I hear Montauk. You are riding up in the elevator. The elevator boy, the person that runs the elevator, kind of just looks at all of you with heaps and mounds of boxes and packages that you got from the haberdashery and the gentleman's store. And he's just mighty a meat maze that, that you are able to afford a big shopping trip like that. You're riding up in your elevator. <laughs> and we heard the thing you did already hear the thing yep uh should we stop the elevator go back down Mm. my first thought is we're here to do something Mm. yes we could probably try and stop them from doing something but we don't know what they're doing um so i would say Let's just proceed as we were with the knowledge that they are in town. Fair enough. That sound good to you guys? Yeah. Yeah. Probably as good as we're going to get. Okay. Elevator stops off. Here you go, sir. You gentlemen, have a nice day. Uh, You too. Thanks. Go down to your room, open up your rooms. Put your packages away. Does anybody put on any new clothes? Uh, Dutch almost certainly left with something on. Okay. So, like, he hasn't had a change of clothes in, like, a week, so. Okay. So, if you remember, and of course you guys, you guys are all smart. Uh, Your characters are all smart as well. Uh, You were told that you, to come back after 930 when the library closed 
to go back and meet with Nathaniel. You got probably about three hours right now, four hours right now before you have to be back at the library. You're you each uh, you're into different rooms, two and two. And you have some time. Could I have purchased like some black slacks and turtlenecks? Sure, yeah. Only for the purposes of sneaking about at night. Sure, gentleman's <laughs> gentleman thief. Yes, even though I totally don't have much sneak. Well, I kind of get the feeling that we don't have much anything. <laughs> yes, right now your inventory includes new clothes, yes. old clothes, some of them with monster guts on them and some of them all torn up, mm-hmm. some of them with your own blood on them. And you each have a handgun. Yeah, I assume any of our old equipment was probably blown up with the headquarters. Yes, yes. You were <laughs> not able to get any of that. Now, you know, there are, I'm sure, tool shops around. I'm sure that there are places where you could buy weapons in town. If you if you so desired, or if you needed to go out to the military base, you know, that's going to take you an hour each way to get some additional weaponry. You could do that. Or you could just chill, take a shower, eat some food, enjoy the accoutrements that uh, Hotel Red Iron uh, has for you. I want to go check, and this is in character saying, I, I want to go check out the logbook uh, and maybe talk to the uh, person at the desk to see if I can figure out if Montag is staying here or... Um, and if so, where? Yeah. Okay. Now that we know uh, Jerry's in town, I kind of want to keep an eye on the library just to make sure no... Uh... Okay, but uh, I don't want you to go all by yourself, so pick a... Uh, pick a pick a spotter. Okay. I'd probably ask... Uh... Uh, Blisco, if he'd be interested in tagging along and or uh, driving me around. Yeah. Yeah. We have a car? No. 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 I mean, <laughs> we've been able to acquire cars before. That's true. Well, that's true. <laughs> uh, also, keep in mind that Paris is a lot larger and probably has uh, uh, more people wandering around than a quiet town of of brussels well and more importantly probably has better public transportation anyway yeah Yeah. all right so uh who wants to go first uh i'll go first okay he's doing something here so it makes more sense for him to go first yep and i'll i'll bring doc along if he wants i just don't want anybody to be off by themselves yeah i will go along and um I'm going to go down to the desk and uh, talk to the clerk. Oh, hello. Oh, right. (laughs) This guy. I see you took my advice and got some fabulous fashions. Yes, they are. They are quite fabulous. In fact, I think like most people, I am uh, smitten with the city. Oh, yes. It's a beautiful city. The city of lights, you know. Yep. Uh, so I was wondering, do a lot of people from all over Europe stay in this hotel? Oh, yes, sir. We have people from all over. Okay. Um, like where? 
Oh, we have some people from Spain. Uh, we have had a visitor from uh, 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 England. Uh, there was a couple from Sweden here not too long ago. I'll just like, you know, not in any sort of rude way, but like, like I'm interested. I'll just grab the logbook and start looking through it. Oh, I'm sorry, sir. What are you doing? Oh, I'm just curious. And I'll start just like kind of flipping through and see if, uh, he uh, takes the he's, he pulls the back book away from you. I'm sorry, sir. We can't allow you to just flip through the book. Well, what am I gonna do? I'm an American. It's <laughs> not like a you know us. Yes. We're completely we're complete hermits. We don't ever bother anyone. Yes. 1938. <laughs> <laughs> Is this someone that I could help you find? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> How do you mean someone you could help me find? Like, is there a guest in the hotel you're looking for? I thought I recognized someone. Ew. I'm sorry, was that an ooh or a who? No, uh, uh, yeah, who. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah, it's a German gentleman. Um, Portly. Mm -hmm. We have several German people staying here at the moment. Mm. Any of them portly? No, they come right. in all shapes and sizes. Montag is like around, right? Um, Montag is uh, short and thin. Deanstock is tall and just bulky, bulky. No, no portly gentleman, though. Oh, I see. Any tall gentleman? I, we have, I mean, if you have right. a name, I could help you there, but... Hmm. Yeah, it's... You uh, asked me to describe a, a tall German, a short German, a round German. I mean, who really pays attention to those things? Sure. Uh, we are actually, uh, we thought we recognized somebody who goes by Montag. Oh, Mr. Montag. He flips, he flips. He only goes back a, a day or two because he doesn't need to go back much further. Oh, no, there's no one by that name here. I see. Uh, Dienstag? Dienstag. You know, that's, that's German for Tuesday, right? I do know that, yes. Uh, <laughs> no, no one by the name of Tuesday. I see. Well, that is uh, too bad. Are you sure I can't just have a look? No, it, it would uh, violate some of the privacy of our guests. Some of them are here as very hush-hush, if you understand what I'm saying. Oh, no, I, I don't. What do you mean? <laughs> Let's just say that there's a big picture star staying here, and he would rather keep things a little quiet. Oh, I see. I who, who, see. Who is it? Who is it? He's a very big star. Neville Sinclair? No. Anything else, gentlemen? Yeah. Uh, who is it? I can't tell you. Can you give us a hint? I mean, I can't tell you. <laughs> uh-huh. Can you hint? He's a very big star. <gasps> Oh, big? 
It's not Tom Hanks, if that's who you're thinking. Oh, <laughs> I don't even know who Tom Hanks is. Ah! <laughs> a big star? Say. It's wide? <laughs> Say. A mercurial, theatrical, aerial type? I have no idea who you're talking about, sir. <laughs> we killed him last year. Oh, that's right. He's dead. My bad. Is it Gable? <sighs> you didn't hear it from me. It is Gable? I said you didn't hear it from me. <gasps> now be gone, gentlemen. And right, it seems right. very huffy that his uh that it uh that you discovered that Clark Gable is staying in the hotel. And you guessed right off the top of your head, which wow. I mean, he is probably the biggest star of 1938. And and also I only know so many actors from the, the, the 30s. <laughs> yeah, so. That's pretty much the only one I could think. <laughs> there is that. So he closes, he snaps the book and he just turns around and, and walks over to another customer or another um uh patron of the hotel. Does he okay. leave the book behind? No, he took closed the book and took it with him. Okay. I just heard that he snapped it. Yeah. I should have snagged it while no one was looking. I mean, he was looking right at you. Yeah. Right. That's all right. Yep. Um, uh, even if we got that book from him, mm-hmm. if there are several Germans staying here and they're staying under an alias, mm. we we wouldn't know from the book. All right. Uh, let's go back to the room and uh, see if we can figure something else out. I, I will actually uh, talk to the um, elevator kid. Oh, hello, sir. Hey. Welcome back. You were just down here. Yeah, I just had to talk to someone at the desk. Oh, did you get it taken care of? Uh, Yeah. Stay. I don't suppose you've seen a man fitting the following description. Just what, like tall, German, mm-hmm. bowler hat? I don't know. Oh yeah, I did see something like that uh, not too long ago. Um, I think it was this morning. I see. You wouldn't happen to know what floor they got off on, would you? No, no, I don't. It was a very busy day with the elevators. People checking in and out. We were going up and down all day. Mm, I, see. I could tell you some stories. <laughs> Uh, um, okay, well, we'll just go back to the room. Yeah, there's several. There's, so just so you know, uh, there are several elevators here. It's not just a one elevator hotel. Mm. So there would be a couple of elevators going up and down. It might be really hard to tell if they're here or not. But um, you are smart enough to probably figure out that they are probably in this hotel. And it's a big hotel. It's not yeah. like there's, you know, it's not Motel 6 where they've got 22 rooms or something like that. This is... Mm-hmm. There's probably 200 rooms. Yeah. At least um, in this hotel. And, and so you cross the lobby. The lobby is very nice. There's a cigar stand, a you know, cigar stand, newsstand. There's places where people are lounging. There's a bar area. And so you see, you know, people from all over the place are hanging out here. Uh, and so you see uh, kind of every, every race and, and nationality kind of represented here. Uh, we are, you know, France has declared war. This is Paris, the capital. And so who knows what kind of, of ne'er-do-wells or heroes or uh, people that are looking to make a buck might be floating around this town. Can I take you up to your floor? Uh, yes, please. All right. You guys go up. The door opens. Kind of stands there with his hand out. 
I'll give him a tip. Oh, thank you, sir. You have a great day. Enjoy your stay at the Red Iron Hotel. Thank you. Elevator store closed. You guys go back to your room. Yep. All right. Let's go see what uh, the other two are doing. Yeah, and I would uh, suggest we try to find a somewhat public place with an eye shot of the library. Yeah, so the nice thing about this library is it's a huge library, so it's yeah. it's obviously going to attract a lot of other means to make to make money. So several cafes, a restaurant are all around this. Now there are two entrances to the library, the, the north side, the south side. Uh you've got those entrances. There's also an employee entrance on the um the east side. Uh, and so you could probably find a restaurant or a cafe anywhere along the, the, the avenues there, there are grocery shops, there are clothing stores, there's a, uh, a, you know, a weapons shop there. Uh, there's, you know, anything that you could probably imagine around that block. There are small shops for that. There are probably more food, uh, locations than anything else. Okay. Uh, well, if it's possible, I think I would try to suggest that, like, maybe we both uh, find seats, like, on the east side where one of us can maybe try to keep an eye on, like, the north entrance and one of us on the south entrance and still see each other. Okay. Yeah, and, so you're kind of on opposite ends of the block? Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, so uh, on uh, Blisco's end of the block, there's a newsstand there, lots of magazines talking about war. Uh, there's this one comic, it's called Action Comics, that's on the stands that looks pretty cool. Um, then there is, uh, you know, Hollywood fa- uh, Hollywood uh, star magazines. Uh, you know, Clark Gable is on, on one of them. He graces the cover of that. Uh, on Valentino's side, there's a cafe. And you can sit there. And so now you have the ability to watch both the employee entrance, which is a smaller entrance. It's not a grand entrance. The north and south entrances are, you know, these massive steps leading up with the stone lions on each side and just a, just a lot of hustle and bustle. Now, what time do you guys think that you get there, Brian? Uh, we had a couple of hours until nine, right? Mm-hmm. So... Maybe like an hour, like maybe with an hour or two left to go. So like okay, eight, so it's like six, seven, seven o'clock. Yeah. yeah. So the the cafe is will stay open and it will serve some, you know, a sandwich if you would like a sandwich or something like that. But they are expecting you to buy some things uh, instead of just hanging around. And uh, Blisco, what do you do at the newsstand if you're if you're hanging around for a while? Uh. Pick up a few. They basically, just kind of randomly pick up magazines and. You, you, you don't speak French, do you? No. Okay. <laughs> so occasionally, the newspaper uh, stand owner will will say something to you, and he does it about every twenty minutes or so. And each time, he seems to get a little bit more irate. But you have no idea what he's saying. Uh, the second or third time, I'll uh, like, like I assume there's at least like a an identifiable price tag on the uh. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, I'll hand him money for whatever one I'm reading. Okay. What are you reading? Uh, what, what, what's what's Blisco's reading material, do you think? Uh, probably, like, the comic books or stuff okay. that he can actually, like, at least 
Clean some information contact. since pictures. <laughs> yeah, sure. There's some pulp magazines there that you recognize from back home if you're into yeah. pulp adventure stuff. Um, and those those are not reprints. So those are, you know, from America. So they're in English. Okay. All right. So finally, after the third time, he kind of <laughs> and goes back to his place. There is a like a um, a, a bench there. This looks like a place that a, that a public transit will stop every once in a while. So if you wanted to sit on the bench and pretend to read while you're scoping out the place, you can sure. certainly do that. That seems reasonable. All right. Why don't both of you roll me an observation uh, plus insight difficulty one? Hey, that's slightly better than it would have been last time. Oh, shoot. <laughs> oh, you just missed it by one, Brian, on each one of those. Yes. Two seventeens. My- All right. Uh, so zero a, successes on in one of mine. <laughs> All right. So you've both no successes on that. So, but here's uh, the thing that you do see as it becomes later in the afternoon, uh, as it moves towards evening and some of the lights of the restaurants open up, there's a couple of bars that also have their lights come on and the street lights come on as it's getting dark because this is October, uh, and, uh, the, the sun goes down sooner. You start to see obviously patrons of the library leaving first often in uh, in large groups because they're all being uh, told to get out at a specific time. The library has closed at six o'clock and then shortly after six, between six and seven, you start to see what look like employees leaving. Uh, Occasionally you might see a, like a cleaning crew person entering from the employee entrance side as he or she is reporting to duty to clean the library at night. But by seven 30, it's pretty quiet all the way around the library, except for, you know, people walking on the street doing, doing normal things, but no one is trying to get in or out of the library. But I, I think this might be a little bit too easily be after the fact, but would this have been double the time it takes to make an observation test outside of combat? Oh, I mean, you're thinking of doing another observation test. Well, I have this talent called scrutinize. Oh, okay. When uh when you double the time it takes to make an observation test outside of combat to first bonus D twenty you buy is free. Okay, sure. Let's try it and see what happens. <laughs> okay. I'll allow it just to see how this works. One extra just watch you roll one more seventeen. <laughs> yeah, probably. Or twenty. No, a ten. Oh, a ten. Okay. Uh yeah, you you so you're scrutinizing people a little bit more closely, especially as it gets well past the time that the library has closed and it looks like um you know that that um that everyone has gone home and the cleaning crew has checked in as you scrutinize the situation, you notice that there is like a security guard that goes in the employee entrance. And a few minutes later, another security guard exits the building. I'll keep that. And that's really all that you see at this point. There are, you know, there are public telephones up and down these streets as well in case you needed to make a phone call to the hotel or to anyone else. Mm-hmm. Eh, I might kind of get up and go wander over to that newsstand, purchase a newspaper and kind of, Oh, thank you, sir. Have a great night. Absolutely. And, uh, kind of stopped by Blisco and I was like, well, should we, uh, check back with the guys? Seems reasonable. Didn't see anything. Did you? No, just uh, changing the security guards is all. That doesn't seem 
unusual. All right. So yeah, I might uh, give. I don't think we ever decided who's bunking with who, but uh, give Dutch's room a call. Okay. So hello, may I redirect your call? Yeah. Can I get a room? Whatever. I think it was ten, ten, and ten, eleven, or so, or ten, eleven, and ten, thirteen. So yeah, ten, ten, eleven is where um, ten, eleven, or Dutch is at. Yeah. Yes. One moment. And then their phone rings, Rodrigo. Hello? Hey, uh, this is Valentino. Oh, hey. Yeah, just been uh, keeping an eye on the library over here. Uh, See anything? Like it's, uh, just a change in the security. Uh, pretty much everyone's left, but at least the public's left for today. Uh, think, All right. Uh, Seeing if you have any new developments or anything. Nope. We uh, we asked around a little bit to see if we could get uh, some sort of bead on uh, Jerry, but um, the we, we couldn't find anyone. They're almost certainly staying here under an alias or a different alias, because I can't imagine that those are the real names anyway. Uh, so... Uh, I didn't want to ask around so much that it would get back to them that someone's been asking around about them. Click, 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 click. Uh, you hearing that? Hmm. Still meeting oh. up at the regular time? Yeah, I believe that'll be the plan. All right, see you then. Yes. I'll hang up. Yep, hang up. Okay. All right. You got about an hour, hour before you need to that you told Antoine that you would meet him. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, I'll go back to Blisco. Uh, uh, we'll get something to eat probably. Okay. Are you going to eat there in the, um, in the dining room of the, of the hotel? Um, probably not. Cause I would hate to be spotted. So if, uh, if it's something where we can like, Get some coffee and oh sure, there's all sorts of really great restaurants. Yeah, France. Okay. Those of you that don't know is renowned for its its great food. Yeah, so we'll we'll actually go eat somewhere else. We'll go to a uh, patisserie or something. Oh yeah. What does Doc like to eat? Doc, I don't know. Doc does. He just seems like the kind of guy who's like, "Hey, I'll eat whatever is there, and then I'll have." you know, the fuel to run on. Like, are you like a, uh, so are you like a, uh, go somewhere that would have like a hunk of cheese, a hunk of meat, a hunk of bread. And that's good enough for you. Yeah. Yeah, Are you guys like, are you, are you guys like bar type people where you might go in for a drink or, or no? Um, probably not bar today. Um, yeah, I would kind of agree. But if a bar, you know, raised its ugly head, I don't think the doc would necessarily poo-poo it that hard. Okay. I mean, you can find a place to eat. I mean, it doesn't have to be super fancy. Obviously, yeah. doc is, is, a, is a man of simple, simple tastes. <laughs> a man of general simpleton. No. I mean, I, mean, I kind of meant it. I'd like. Okay. Dutch kind probably of looks for a pastry shop. Yeah. So what kind of pastries? Can, you know, get a coffee and. Uh, oh. Um, fancy pastry know. or. Uh, I not necessarily like the fanciest because I don't want to spend, you know, 
I don't want to spend. It will eight, cost you point one zero monies. Yeah, I don't want to spend eight dollars on a pastry, which would have been oh, no, this so is, ridiculous. This is nineteen thirty-eight. Yes, nineteen thirty-eight. Yeah. I think it, you'd be like a dime, a quarter yeah. at most, for coffee and a Danish or something. Yeah. So yeah, just try to find something that um, you know, hopefully by being French is going to be a little bit more fancy. Like they'll have like oh, an actual. They use the finest whipping creams yeah, in your like pastry. Fine, like a good oh. whipped cream center yeah. on an eclair kind of a thing. Yeah. Or, oh or whatever they say. Yeah. So good. Man. Like, I mean, it's a, it's a thing that has like an actual mousse, like a chocolate mousse on top. So for something. you, Rodrigo, from your background, and I don't know how much your, your teammates know about your background, mm-hmm. but uh, this is a very fine pastry. Yeah. It's, it's okay. fine for you. It's, it's fine. For oh, okay. Doc, you get a pastry and it's like, oh my, this is the, the, your, your brain is just popping and fizzing with all of the <laughs> delightful endorphins that are rushing through your system. This is one of the finest things, the tastiest, sweetest things that you have ever experienced in your life. Wow. This is amazing. Uh, yeah, actually, uh, that stuff on the sides of the plate—that's like a chocolate leaf. So if you if you put that on it, mm-hmm. when you take a bite, then you get the bitterness too. Hmm. Oh, that is good. Yeah. All right. You don't get to travel a lot, do you? Um, not for ten. Well, I mean, yeah, no. Okay. I've been focused on my studies, but I also feel uh, no. Mostly not. All right. Well, uh, I'll. So, you know, uh, uh, Doc has for the last probably two years subsisted on food from the military. Yeah. And previous to that, food from Arkham, Massachusetts. Yes. Food from the cafeteria. And it's all English food. Oh, yeah. So, you know, it's probably. Yeah. I mean, I think I think Dutch was like definitely subconsciously looking for an opportunity to like eat something good. Yeah. And he's not like, he doesn't want to have like a huge meal before going in and like doing some research, but you know, some coffee and some sugar to, for, (laughs) for exclusively short term uh, researching. There you go. (laughs) All right. So it's time to, to go meet up. Yep. We'll go meet up and, uh, Definitely, after hearing those clicks on the phone, Dutch is a little bit more careful, uh, looking around, making sure that he, they're not being followed or, or spotted yeah, or anything. An insight plus um, observation. D1, please. Let's see if I did this right. Hey, one success. And one, one complication. complication. Uh, oh, now you don't have, I guess I should say, you don't have any training or anything on either of those that you could have used that would change that uh, success rating? Um, Like, the, do you get two observation. successes on a three or anything? No. Okay. No, I don't. One success. Um, yeah, it doesn't look like, it doesn't look like uh, you're being followed or that anyone is really paying extra attention to you, but... Uh, Doc, you know, his beard is is getting, you know, a little bit more thick as the afternoon grows on and his hair is a little <laughs> bit more shaggy. And because he's had these sweets, the sugar is kicking in. And so he's got a little bit of a jitter to him as well. So unfortunately, even though no one is following you, people are noticing. Yeah, we you. stand out a little bit. 
Yeah, well, Doc specifically stands out probably more than you, but because you're together, people do notice. Yeah. Well, not much I can do about that. And it is my fault that he's hopped up. So yeah, I'm not, I'm not even going to say anything. Yeah. Not a, not a terrible complication. Yeah. I think a, a success on a complication, we should just call it the Dutch. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you meet up, uh, you run into, uh, Valentino and Blisco near the, uh, near the newsstand. What is your plan of action? I'm taking my cues from Valentino from here on out. Okay. Well, so we uh, go knock on the employee. Well, let's see. Let's have his office. Do I have his office number? You do. It's up on the, what did I say? Is it the third floor? I mean, like uh, his I've... phone number? Does he have oh, a phone in his office? Uh, yeah, he does have a phone in his office. Uh, you You would have his phone number if you would like to call. Yeah, I'll just give him a call, and that way we probably won't have to maybe not deal with any security guard that'd be at the employee's entrance if we tried okay. to Okay, pick up the phone, you dial the number, ring, 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 ring. Or maybe it's, uh, I forget how the French phones. Literally, French phones go dran, dran. <laughs> As they do. So, ring, 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 ring. Ring, 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 ring. Ring, 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 ring. And it just rings for like 10, 15 seconds. There's no one picking up the phone. Valentino scowls. He'll uh, hang up. Uh, it's like, okay, I guess we have to find our own way in. Um, I guess uh, let's go approach. And yeah, I'll start walking towards that employee entrance. And okay. Hmm. I get to so, kind of try it and see if it is not sure. Possible. So the, the you approach the their glass doors, so you can see through oh, okay. all the way. You can see that the main, the big bright lights of the library have been turned off, and there are now just I wouldn't call them security lights because I don't think that would have been a thing. But it's like They're like lamp every, lights. Yeah, lamp lights here and there are are lit on tables and stuff. Enough for, again, cleaning crews to do their thing or enough for people to kind of see around. But this isn't the bright, overly lit, everyone can see without any problem uh, kind of situation. And you can see that right there in the employee entrance, there is a little kind of like a side booth with a window uh, that the security guard is is behind. And he's behind that. And so there's like, imagine like a, a countertop and then a glass uh, security thing. It's onto the side, so you could easily walk past this if you wanted to, uh, providing that you know you think you can get past the security guard. You could probably also sneak past. You could try to do a, a stealth uh, sneak uh, past the guard if you wanted to do that as well. I think I'm just gonna kind of try to walk on in and past with uh, you know just confidently, like you know I'm totally supposed to be here and see if he says. Oh, 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 sir. The library is closed. Ah, oh, pardon. I, I'm here to see Antoine Dupre. <laughs> you come back during regular hours. Tomorrow, 7 a.m. Ah, uh, very well. We'll uh, come back then. Sorry to bother you. Uh, we, have something, just, we have something just, we need to... Like, I'll, I'll just be like... Uh, I'm sorry. We, we have something that we need to give him before tomorrow. It's for his research meeting tomorrow. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> but... If we don't get it to him, then his boss is going to be upset. <sighs> he picks up the phone dials. 
There is no answer. He must not be here. Come back tomorrow. Oh. Can you try him again? <sighs> Sir, I'm very busy here. And you can see that he's got like the newspaper and the crossword puzzle and the, the cartoons laying out on like, his desk behind yeah. there. He picks up the like, phone again. Yep. He picks up the phone again. It rings, it rings, he rings. Sir, there is no answer. Please, okay. come back tomorrow. Well, Both of you. Shoo, shoo. We know, we know where his office is. We'll just drop it off. And... Shoo, shoo. And he starts to kind of reach for a baton. Like, I, I'll be like, sir, are you sure that you want to spend the rest of the night talking to other security guards and superiors about why you had to beat someone up? Or would you I, rather? Just... I have no problem. I have no problem beating people up. <laughs> Perhaps you should wonder: Would you like to spend a night in jail with bruises on your head? I don't think that would happen. But here's what here's what I propose. Here is what's going to happen. I'm going to push this button here. More security guards will come. You will be in big trouble and will be detained. It will not be pleasant for you. Or you can leave. Come back tomorrow. How about this? How about instead of that? He starts to reach for the button. I'll, I mean, I'm trying a persuasion here. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, so what do I roll to try to persuade him? So persuasion, it would probably be reason, right? So uh -huh. uh, reason is logic, intellect, and learn fact with okay. persuasion. Okay. And this difficulty uh, here is going to be pretty high. It's going to have to be three because he's already irate. Okay. Um, you have no momentum. Right. I will use my subtle cues talent. Okay. Uh, since I've spent some time conversing or observing him, um, the first, or I reduce the cost of the first D20 I purchased to zero, and then I'll give you a point of threat for another D20. Okay. So you're rolling how many? Four, I believe. So you would have to give me two points of threat. No. Because the first, oh, yeah, that's right. The first one is, you said, was free. First yep. one's free. Yeah. So okay. unless, unless we are counting, the first one should be one, and then I'd have to give you two points of threat. No, I'm fine but with That's this. not how we've been doing it. Yeah, I'm fine with this. Okay. Uh, my target number is low, unfortunately, because all of my target number or high, because all my target are low. Eight, uh, yep. It's all of nine. Two successes. two successes instead of three successes. Yep. So he's like, look, I don't want any problems from you. Just leave, sir. What are the odds right. that a medical professional could render a man unconscious? My guess would be no, because he's behind glass. Oh, that's a good point. All right. Yeah, let's let's get on out of here. Let's watch we'll walk out. Okay. Walk out. So uh, let me ask this question. Who went in? Was it just Valentino and Dutch, or was it all four of you? That's a good question. <laughs> if we had stayed outside, could we have done something sneaky? No. Oh, then no. It may just change the uh, the nature of the truth for what you guys do next. Yeah. Oh. Don't don't I, overthink it. I have just presumed I, that I went inside. Okay, what about you, Blisco? I mean, we're probably not doing great as uh, by okay. ourselves. <laughs> All right. So, let me give you guys just a little hint. All right. It's dark. 
the security guard door is, you know, several steps down from, from the entrance. It's not right there at the entrance, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a probably pretty good chance that if you guys crawled on your hands and knees very quietly, you could probably get past the guard reading his newspaper behind a desk in a window. Is there any Let's chance just, any uh, fire exits by any convenient yeah, happens? 19, 1938. <laughs> no. Okay. This is a, this building was this building was bent, built in the uh, uh, in, in the uh, if I remember correctly it was built during the reign of Louis the Fourteenth so it's not up to OSHA code it's it's probably not oh. up to OSHA code there are no ramps for you to fire had barely been invented yes right. exactly <laughs> besides this is a stone building what's going to burn stone no never <laughs> stone will burn all right what's well, our we... next move. I think we can just crawl under. All right. It doesn't look too hard. Okay. So the truth is the guard is a little bit more alert. Uh, So Uh, in order to do a sneak past the guard, you will need to do an agility plus stealth. Everyone's going to have to do a D2. Oh, oh, that ain't happening. (laughs) Agility. And I am, I welcome all threat. Wow. Is there any one of us that feels more confident in doing this than the rest? Because maybe they can just sneak maybe by you. and open up one of the normal entrances. Oh, that's a good idea. Aren't you already dressed like a gentleman cat burglar? <laughs> yes, but I am also not the sneakiest, I would say. Yeah, but if the three of us make a show of being visible... <laughs> Perhaps. Where he's and... where he can see us and he's looking at us. We should we should you know try to Man. call attention to our. I think, I think you should all just roll some agility yeah. plus stealth. And see who <laughs> makes it. I mean, could they do like an assist action using? Sure, I don't know what do the it. heck they would do to make a distraction. Yeah, yeah I don't. Yeah, there's a, there's there's a number of ways that you guys could probably create a distraction. What is what is everybody? Um, do you have anything on your possession that you might be able to use to create a distraction? Oh my God. <laughs> well, I mean, short of holding him up, short of holding him up, because that's going to cause even more problems down the line. How is it? The American Cowboys. <laughs> that's just uh, going to elevate your, your problems. I got some bandages. We could wrap ourselves up like Claude Rains. How, uh, how is the area outside of the door lit? Well, so it's again, it's got just, uh, two lights on each side of the single door and it's a glass door that you can enter. It's an employee entrance. It's not a grand entrance or anything like that. So there are some stone steps leading up to it. Uh, glass door, a little kind of foyer area, you know, where, where people could stomp off their snow or rain or whatever. And then uh, as you're going down, there is a, uh, an ash tray, uh, you know, public ash tray right there uh, across from the, um, uh, across from the security desk and the security desk again it's 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 a, it's a it's a desk area there's a door there that says security on it and there's a big glass window so that they can obviously keep people out that are not supposed to be in there when it's not um when the place is not open and then also to ensure that the people coming in and out are actual employees of of the library okay. is the ash the ashtray is outside yeah, it's in the hallway. So if somebody was, was coming into the library, they could put out their their cigarette or cigar or cigarillo or whatever that they have. 
would I be able to light something on fire in the ashtray so that it just like a, a larger, a slightly larger would, fire than would be good for I the mean, you would have to, you would have to crawl over to it because otherwise mm-hmm. if you walk up, he's going to see you. Right. So if you're crawling, you're already going to have to do an agility plus stealth test anyway. Oh, okay. Um, did you, did you say that it was lit from the outside? The, uh, the doorway. Yes. Cause there's, you know, the outdoor lighting, like you might expect to find. Okay. Mm. You know, globes, those kinds of things. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was thinking of maybe shooting out a light, but if it's like street lighting, he's not going to come out to look at. Yeah. And there's you know. definitely people wandering on the streets too. You probably don't want to fire a gun. Oh yeah. Wow. That sounds like fun. Um, because then you might get the real police involved. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't, you know, him being behind glass, I don't really see what I could do to distract them that I hadn't done already. Okay. Um, except, you know, hold them up. A few minutes have passed. Things have settled back down just a little bit, but I'm sure the guy's still annoyed. He's picked up his paper and he's he's reading it. Oh. So the newspaper is in front of his face and he's reading it. Yep, okay. looks like it's I up keep, to you, Valentino. I keep feeling all right. right. Uh, we so can, uh, how about so Rodrigo and I were talking about truths not too long ago, mm-hmm. and there are things that you can do with a truth. Truth makes an action possible or impossible. Mm-hmm. Uh, truth can make an action easier, reducing the difficulty of the skill test by one, or I can use it to make the difficulty uh, easier by spending threat. And I was thinking, how do we how do we buy a truth? Um, oh, you can create a truth, but you have to spend momentum. Yes. Yeah. Or you could give me more threat. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you want threat a little too much. I'm just giving you guys options because I haven't pressed the the threat angle that much in the, since we've played this game. Hmm. I feel like I kind of just want to try the sneaking, but spending my last fortune to do so. Okay. That's what you want uh, to do. Yeah. It's <laughs> kind of not, so, but this is going to be the, agility. Yeah, so the guard is definitely at this point reading his newspaper he's starting to calm down a little bit i bet if you guys waited like 20 30 minutes mm-hmm. he'd be pretty relaxed maybe even asleep <laughs> all right we can uh kick around for a while and see if we can uh come back at a more quieter time yeah okay so walk around the block walk around the building you can see from the outside of the building uh, great architecture of this building. The National Library of France is very beautiful. Uh, French people, congratulations. Great library. <laughs> um, well done. And you can see that the that the main entrances uh, are, are chain locked at night as you're walking by those. Mm. The windows to the lowest level, uh, kind of at the ground level windows, uh, kind of like into the first level of a basement, 
those have bars on them or some kind of a intricate grating around them. So it'll let light through, but it's not like you're going to be able to get in those. They come back around and you're back at the entrance again to the, to the, uh, employee entrance. Uh, let's see, Valentino, why don't you do a observation plus what's the one that I, that I want you to do here. Um, I guess observation plus insight, a D one on this one. You guys have taken a nice leisurely stroll around the, the building. All right. Let's try this again. Just going to roll it. Hey, one success. Hey, one success. Okay. You can see that. Yes, indeed. The security guard is kind of dozed off already. Okay. (laughs) Therefore, I will change the difficulty of your sneakiness from a D2 to a D1. That sounds like a maybe. All right. Well, fellas, apparently the uh, main entrances are uh, chained rather than uh, just bolted. Hmm. So I think we might all have to try to go in, but I think now might be our best time as any. All right. Okay. Let's see how sneaky we can Agility plus Um, stealth. Agility is my worst attribute, so I think I'm just going to go ahead and spend the fortune to guarantee it on my part. Okay. I'm trying. Uh, That's actually, yeah, guarantees a success, right? And then you get to roll one more D20. Difficulty one, yeah. (laughs) So I will go ahead and roll... Uh, and I do have one stealth, so <laughs> versus a total of eight. Hey, I made it. There you go. So you get one momentum. Which oh. maybe other people might need. So you uh you Hi. just kinda you kind of wander up to the window and look and see that he's he definitely is leaning back, his mouth is kind of open, he's got the newspaper kind of uh draped across his his chest and he's out, and you just kind of do a roll on by and uh and and walk by. So what was the Kinda. difficulty for Brian just now? That's difficulty now for everybody as a D1 because you've allowed the guard to calm down and he relaxed and he dozed right. off. All right. So, yeah, I'll basically like get past the desk, you know, kind yeah. of look both ways down the halls. And if the way is clear, kind of wave yeah, the other looks, guys to come in. Cl- and... Clear. You see the main reading floor area. Uh, all the lamps on the tables are lit. Uh, it's a very, very cool e- evening. So, and it's dark in this room. There's maybe some echoes as you can hear somebody up on another floor wheeling their, their bucket around as they're mopping the floor. Maybe you hear uh, somebody whistling, but it's, it's very quiet right now. Yep. Kind of uh, wave the guys forward and basically thematically making those uh, momentums that I've gained uh, me being on watch to help them hopefully get in here without incident. <laughs> Okay, everybody else. Uh, agility plus stealth, D1. Uh, One does anybody have worse than a 7? No. I don't have worse than a 7, but I have an 8. Okay. Doc just went and walked right in. <laughs> yeah, you uh, you also saw that uh, that Valentino had no problem, and so you walk by too, and you look at the at the guard, and he's there. <laughs> yeah, just just take one of the momentum, Rob, and I'll take the other one. All right, sounds good. We'll hope for the best. Hey, one success, two successes. Hey, so we got a see. momentum. Back. We got one momentum back. So you spent one, you spent two, and you got one. Uh, so yeah, you both are able to walk best by without without a problem. 
Fromage. <laughs> all right, you are now all in the library. All right. Let's in make the way to the stairs. Yes, make your way to the stairs. Before we start moving, I'll like mm-hmm. put a hand on Valentina's shoulder and it's like, is he the type to forget a meeting or not answer his phone? Uh, he can get a little uh, absorbed in his uh, interests. Okay. So if uh, if he found something interesting, he might uh, scroll himself away to whatever uh, little uh, stack that he found it and is furiously reading right now, hopefully. All right. Where do you want to start? His office? Yeah, let's start with the office and then we'll okay. spread okay. out from there if need be. So do you sneak? Do you walk? Do you sing uh, show tunes as you go up to the third floor? <laughs> how, do you, how do you approach his office? Oh, go ahead. Not necessarily sneaking. I, I think I'm just kind of walking again, just confident, like hopefully like okay. anyone that sees me just assumes that I'm supposed to be here and that. Yeah, the first and second landings, you can tell uh, that the, the lights are off uh, down these down these hallways. You get up to the to the third floor landing and, and sure, you can see that that lights are pretty much off. Most of the people have gone home, except you can see Antoine's door. You can see a light coming from Antoine's door and the door is um, open, slightly open. Yeah, again, uh, mm-hmm. kind of walk up to the door, uh, give it a little knock on the door and open it. Look, in. yeah. As you knock on it and you open it, there is no one there. The office is, you remember earlier, was full of stuff. It was, you know, had had all the things that, you know, a librarian researcher would have. But this stuff is scattered all over the place. Uh, chair is knocked over. Papers are on the floor. A couple of the books that you saw earlier on the shelves are, are on the floor as well. There's, there's the place. There's uh, been... I'll take I my know pistol out. Okay. Everybody give me an observation plus insight. D1, difficulty one. Woo, got there. Okay. Two Ryan successes. got two successes. Very good. Uh, get an extra momentum. Potentially three if uh, sight would be, uh, or instincts. Well, is it in, is it part of your observation? Yeah. Um, I got those focuses. Sight? Sight we can definitely count. Sight or instincts, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, site specifically for this one. Site. All right. So you got three momentum. Uh, Dutch passed. Good job. And now Doc. Yeah, Doc's character sheet froze up, so I'm trying to figure out. There we go. Hey, one success. Two successes. Oh, yes. Two successes because you got a one. Ha-ha. You now have four momentum. Very good. So maybe come in handy. Hmm. It's clear that there is signs of struggle and that someone has been tossing this office and that there was a fight of some kind going on in here. You also notice some red markings on the floor near the door. And also there is a mark on the wall next to the door with a line under it pointing down the hallway. Does anyone kind of have an idea what this might be from? I have no. an idea. I don't want to. Yeah, go ahead. Red markings, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Someone r- dragging a body. Yeah. No, no, no. It's not blood. No, no, no. Okay. Okay. Okay, good. 
So this this uh, suddenly flashes to to Valentino that oh yeah when we were here earlier today, um, Antoine was playing around with that like oil stick chalk red chalk marker. Oh yes. Okay. Uh, shall we go the way of the Sarah? See if we can find anything. We should yep. follow it. I think he's yeah. okay. leaving a trail of breadcrumbs behind him. So you start walking down the hallway. It's leading you back to the main, to the, to the stairwell in the main area. Not the stairs that you came up, a different set of stairs, but it's m- m- taking you down to the main area. And like every 10 feet or so, there's just this like little red mark on the floor. And you follow it down. You follow it down to the second floor and you follow it down to the first floor. And then it goes off into an area that... Even you, Valentino, you've been to this library before, but you've not been to the stacks area down in the sub basements. And you go down into the basement. Of course, there's books upon books upon books and shelves. And it gets a little bit harder down here to see because it's very dark. But every once in a while, you can kind of make out a red marking. And it leads you further down into the library and takes you down to another level. And you get back into like, boiler room areas of the library and there's still no sign of Antoine but you do see these little red marks in this oil-based chalk going all the way down until you get to a door that is a very old door the you know it's not been updated in some time and on the door there is a sign that reads catacombs not for entry (laughs) <laughs> oh boy <laughs> well shall we entry sure you open you open the door and there are a, a flight of semi-modern stairs that lead down into the darkness the uh, stairs leading down there are lights but you don't really see anything at the bottom of the stairs I really, I really thought he's like, you open the door and there's a flight of semi-modern bats that comes out. <laughs> <laughs> Is there like any lamps or candles that we can? Oh, good, good observation, Brian. Yes, there are uh, two flashlights. Flashlights. There you go. <laughs> and these are kind of bulky flashlights. They're not, they're not great flashlights, but there are two flashlights that are kind of on a shelf next to uh, to there, along with some candles if you needed. There's a broom there. Uh, this looks like maintenance maintenance stuff. Yep, grab one flashlight, hand one back. Probably the candles as well. Yeah, definitely have a gun out if I we haven't mentioned it at this point. Yeah, at so this far. point, now that we're going down into the catacombs, seems like a good time to unholster. Yep. Okay, all right. The air is cool and damp, and with it, there is a faint smell of must and decay. And the only lights that you see once you reach the bottom of the stairs is the dim glow from your flashlights. And as you move around, you can see that this is stuff that's been carved out over centuries. And these tunnels stretch for miles in what seem like every direction. And as you look, yes, you can see a little red mark on the wall. 
follow it down that way and you walk past and you see bones, skulls piled up in little nooks and crannies. Uh, that's a very make me relax. It feels more like home. Yeah, this is a very grim reminder of Paris's past. Of how they used to need to entomb their dead. And as you walk past, and I don't know if any of you are shining your flashlight or your candles at the skulls or anything like that, it the weird eeriness of the shadows make it look like the skull's eye sockets are following you. Mm, I'm definitely, definitely shining my flashlight at the skull. Who's in the lead? Give me a give me a marching order here, because this is not super wide. This is not a super wide passageway where you can walk four abreast. It's it's basically a one person, maybe one and a half person wide could walk down these passages. I'll take the rear. Well, okay, okay. Bliss goes in the back. Position. Okay. Unless someone else like takes, I feel like I'm pretty much. Yeah, you're the you're the lead okay. for this one. Yeah. Leader All right. <laughs> so, so Valentino I'll be, I'll be second Dutch. from the front. Oh, you're second from the front. Okay, so it's Valentino. Oh, or were you, Matthew? Matthew? Yeah, I was going to be second from the front. I'm looking. At okay, the, I'll go. I'll go after Doc. All right, Valentino, Doc, Dutch, and Blisco. You're gonna. You do have to pay a lot of attention to find out where these marks are, and you again see these alcoves filled with little crumbling statues some forgotten relics or little artifacts that people have left here throughout history. People have been down into these catacombs and being, being and exploring them. So there's graffiti on the walls. Uh, I don't know, uh, you know, at the time it would be the hobo code. So for the, anybody that might know a little bit of hobo code, you might see little markings that indicate safe passage this way or warning this way. Yeah. I think I might suggest, you know, doc, keep an eye on the right side of the wall, mm-hmm. Dutch on the left. Uh, let's go. Maybe just check up and down just in case for any other marks, and I'll just kind of everybody roll another observation and insight difficulty one. Keep us going forward. Yeah, yeah. There's a weird musty smell down here. Just one success. Okay, two successes for Dutch, so that'll get you guys up to a momentum of five. Uh, one success, one success from Doc. Waiting for Rob to roll. Rob already rolled. Oh, rolled. Our, Rob already rolled. Sorry. Okay. Rob, sorry. So Rob, Rob is zero successes. Okay. Sorry. I see that back there. Who's got the can? Who has the flashlights? I have one. Okay. So okay. Oh, so in the probably move one back. Yeah. In, in, <laughs> Maybe in, in the back. Buggy. Okay. So, <laughs> what? How are you feeling, Bug Eater? There's all these dead bones of dead bodies and creepy stuff, and it's got a weird uh, smell down here. How are you feeling? Great. Not like terrible but not happy with the situation okay you're not shaking or anything so there's a lot like light bouncing all over the place death is a stuff that happens something that happens on a farm okay dealing with animals and whatnot is you guys kind of yeah go ahead i'm gonna i'm gonna jump into his arms and be like row row ruggy rear (laughs) and then we're gonna run in and out of a bunch of doors yeah i was gonna funny (laughs) that matthew mentions music because if you guys are all really quiet, you can hear some like old, old music playing. It, like music yeah, from like, music. <laughs> no, not quite. I mean, kind of. It's like it's music that's you, some of you may not have heard, except maybe when you were very, very, very young. So this is an older music, and it and it sounds 
you know, scratchy kind of music. Scratchy like it's uh, being played by a record or scratchy like yeah, it's like scratchy on a like mandolin? It's a, yeah, scratchy like it's on a record. Okay. Like an old wax cylinder. No, probably not a wax cylinder. Those would be much older. All right, so you yeah, continue okay. on down and the music continues to get louder and louder. Kind of point my flashlight down, gun up, kind of make a bit more effort to proceed cautiously and quietly. Okay. You reach a door. There's a door on the side. You, you know, the hallway is moving straight in front of you. And there is a little alcove and a doorway and a closed door, a wooden door. And under that, you can see light flickering from underneath the door. And you can hear that this is where the music's coming from. Hmm. Is there like any keyholes or gaps? In the no, door? this is this is just like a, a door, wooden door. Yeah, is it voice or is it just music? It's like But no, it doesn't sound like any voice. Itchy and scratchy existed this far back. <laughs> wow. I feel like I kind of want to like hold up a hand with three fingers and then count down. And when I run yeah. out of fingers, kind of like throw open the door and get inside. All right, around. so you Bust open the door and all of you just pile in. Wah! Doc yeah. and Blisco get stuck as uh, three stooges kind of. <laughs> so yeah, this is a this is a bigger burial chamber. Uh, it's it is lit. There's stone walls. There's some crude drawings on the wall, different weird shapes and figures. And the earthy smell is really strong in here. In fact, you notice it. It was hard to notice maybe earlier because you have your your flashlights on and your uh, the candles are kind of we're reaching into all the little nooks and crannies of the hallway. But in this room, because it's a lot bigger, you notice this weird color. Coming from the corners, and if you if you look in those corners, you can see like there's some mushrooms growing in, in the corners that are giving off this really kind of. Hard to describe color, a color that you've never really seen before. Oh. And then as you look through the middle of the chamber, there's kind of a, a raised uh, a, a dais, uh, you know, some steps and a little platform. And there is a table with candles, a bunch of candles that are lit. And sitting at the table is a disheveled man. He's got ragged clothes. They're very stained and worn. His hair is all wild and unkempt. And he's kind of looking around like, what is, you know, what is this? Hey, man, fellow travelers of the hidden realm, welcome, welcome. Have you come to taste the fruits of the underworld, too? I think uh, I am not uh, interested in the underworld fruits at this time. Um, I can uh, dig it, man. These marvelous fungi, they show me things, man. Wonders, horrors. Oh, truths beyond comprehension, man. Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to have to take a rain check on that right now. Uh, has there been what any about other... you, dude? And he points at, uh, at Doc. You look like you're one who wants to find the way. No. Come, man, partake in our, in our beautiful bounty. When you do, oh, you will see many things and hear many things as well. <laughs> dude. The walls will whisper, the bones will sing. We're the looking for a man. Come out and talk to you. Did a man come through here earlier? 
Oh, dude, there's lots of men that come through here. It's about time for my friends to show up. His eyes kind of dart around, looking around. Hey, man, have you seen my dog? <laughs> like, <laughs> where's my dog, man? Swear to God, if he comes out of the corners. Uh, all right. Anyway, uh, no, I'm sorry. I haven't seen any dog. Um, uh, have you seen uh slight fella come through here? Uh, light hair. Oh, no. <laughs> no, man. I haven't seen anybody that looks like that, but I've got some friends that are about to show up. Uh, have a seat, man. At that moment, behind you, oh no, a group of creatures shamble through the door. They are emaciated. Their bodies are twisted and gray. Their skin hangs tightly from their bones. They kind of look like skeletons, and their eyes are shrunken and lifeless. Their mouths are filled with jagged, sharp teeth, and it looks like there's like some weird liquid dripping from from their teeth. Oh, no, gross. And they start to shamble towards you with some of their claws. These guys, these these creatures have these long claws, and they're scraping on the stone floor as they approach you, and you can hear them breathing and with a raspy breath <sighs> you have trespassed in our domain why have you to come to disturb our eternal slumber hey man i told you to come back later man where's my dog did you guys take my dog man we come for the offering and we are now entering combat uh. Uh, all right, I want to do this a little bit differently. And it's and I've asked you guys about this before and everyone said that they were okay with it. Uh-oh. We are going to make this because of the nature of these creatures. This is a timed fight. Oh boy. Meaning that not for your actual role if you have to punch in a command, that's not going to count to your time. But you literally have 30 seconds to decide what you are going to do, declare your intent. And then start to roll your uh, roll your your die. If you are not able to do that in 30 seconds, you will forfeit your turn. Hey, man, I'm King Jimbo Fett. And I tell you guys, if you killed my dog, you're going to get it. Is he would talking like to, to us or to newcomers? Oh, no, he's talking to these these creatures that have come into the room. Okay. We told you we needed an offering. Who would like to go first? Uh, I could go first. All right. Your turn time begins now. I run to this the dais or whatever mm-hmm. and hide behind it for cover. All right, so you should be able to move your to- token, so that'll be be your move action. That doesn't cost Flourish. you anything. Yeah, sure. And then I'll take a shot at that one. All right, exactly 24 seconds. Uh, two successes. Very good, two successes. I need to jump back and bring your momentum. Uh, Dealy over here. 
So you have two successes. Roll for damage. Okay. And I get uh, one additional damage for my insight. Okay. So I'm rolling five d6s. Wow. All right. Very good. So what is that, four? That is four, unless you want to declare a salvo. I, I don't think I can retroactively call a okay. salvo. So, And you hit him. Uh, it doesn't look like you do much damage, though. Yeah. This guy is like, how dare you? And he starts to move towards you. And that is his turn. Oh, also, uh, I forgot. Everybody needs to do a... Will plus resilience, difficulty one. Oh boy. Yay. Wait. Matthew, you're using greater than instead of less than again. Damn it. Hmm. Two successes. (laughs) Okay. Two successes. Did Doc get two successes? Yeah, but my my alligator mouth was backwards. Okay. You guys have reached the maximum of your momentum, I believe. Okay. Uh, So none of you take any mental damage. Uh, The the creature has gone. Who is going next? Doc. Uh, Okay. Okay. Doc is going. Doc is going to shoot the bejesus out of this one. Which one? Draw a circle around. Okay. Bang, 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 bang. Can I do like a a salvo out of panic? You can, sure. One success. Coordination plus fading. One success. That's all you needed. So go ahead and roll. Your damage, anything that has an effect will count as an extra point of damage. I also have uh, an insight bonus to damage. Is that one dice or one die rather? Yeah, one die gets added yes, here. You get one extra die. So if your your gun is a 4D, so you get to roll 5D. Beautiful. Uh, yeah, you shoot wild and nothing happens. What? What? Who? Uh, this creature is going to... Uh, move up and he is going to take Ah. an attack on uh, Valentino he is going to there's no real option for melee to like give him my next action to dodge more or anything no unfortunately nope (laughs) Uh, so he is doing oh so this is a hand to hand so you can do an opposed uh, test so uh, roll 2d20 I'm going to spend some momentum. Uh, we are at max, right? Yep. You guys all right if I go and spend three to get two extra dice? Yeah, go for it. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so I think I might need it. Uh, what was the uh, traits? Uh, for hand-to-hand is agility plus fighting. No fighting. Agility is seven. <laughs> uh, yes. So, a nice. single success. Uh, he he missed on both his rolls, so uh, you dodge his attack. Who would like to go? All right. well, I think on that note, I'd like to go. All right, go. And I think I'm going to go ahead and back up, firing at the guy that just swiped at me, going to the other side of the stairs, if the page would stop yep. scrolling. And <laughs> ah, Darn it. <laughs> Where'd you go? Uh, there you are. He's phased out of the map. I yeah, it. like when I'm trying to drag my character, it's also dragging the page. Like, yeah, go ahead and put me like south of the stairs. It's not doing okay. <laughs> south of the stairs? Where do you want to be? Over here? Yeah, there. There's okay. a good okay. place. All right. And yep, shooting at that same guy that came at me. Okay. Um, uh, we'd now be at six moment or five momentum. Um, mm-hmm. I think I will not spend a momentum and just see if this uh go ahead and goes, but 
do I have to? When do I have to declare when I'm spending salvo? When you're getting ready to roll. So I'd have to do it now, not when I roll yes. damage. Uh-huh. Okay, right. Uh, I'm going to hold off on the salvo for now. Okay. Because odds are I probably won't hit too well, but we'll see what happens. And that's uh, agility plus mm-hmm. fighting. Yep. All right. Same test with only two dice. Uh, no, success. no successes. So <laughs> your shot goes. Your shot goes wild. This creature uh, rolls up, and it also takes a swing at at uh, Bug Eater. So Rob, if you would roll two d twenties. This. Oh, sorry. Uh, before he even gets to you, this uh, this creature, you know, n- in addition to just this gross green uh, grayish skin that's hanging off them, they have like rotted clothing hanging off of them as well. This one starts to walk across and there's a bit of his pant leg that's a little bit too long and he steps on it and he falls on the ground. <laughs> well, that's helpful. Yeah. Hey, man, I told you guys not to be coming down down here unless you were going to be nice. I would like to back away from these guys and try and drag Doc with me because he don't need to get swarmed. <laughs> okay, that is going to have to be a agility plus athletics. Or I'm sorry, brawn plus athletics check to do the move. And that will be your main move for, for this. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna you can move back as far as Rodrigo can. That's the maximum of your move range to go from one range to another. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to spend a momentum on this because. Okay. Yay. All right. So you can, you can move back to at least the range where Rodrigo is at or Valentino. The Jimbo Fett guy, the, the, the homeless man, he picks up a can of uh, beans. Looks like it's been a half eaten can of beans and he flings it across at these guys Get out of here, you! You guys are really bumming me out. Did I and manage? These... I'm sorry. And these two creatures start to advance as well. Are you dragging uh, Doc all the way back with you? Yes. Okay. <laughs> that well, that was the important part. <laughs> like, come on. All right. We need an offering. Top of the round. Who would like to go? Anyone? 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 I'll go. All right, Doc. Go. I'm going to shoot again. All right. I'm going to shoot him. Pow, pow, pow. Oh, no. Oh, a complication. Yeah, yeah, you not only miss, but there is a complication. Um, oh, no. you, uh, you're going to have to spend a, you're going to have to spend an action to reload, unfortunately. Ah! So your next, your next action is kind of shot. All right. Ah. Uh, I'll get out my black powder and the steel balls. And uh, <laughs> Okay. This guy, this, uh, Creature is going to run up to you and make a, an attack on Blisco again. A two d twenty, Rob. <laughs> that sucks. Oh, oh no, zero successes. This creature uh, rolls out at you and he swipes you with his claws. Unfortunately, it doesn't really do any damage with you to you. It, your brand new jacket now has a gash where these claws ripped through. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna step back one more space. In fear, pull the gun and fire. Okay. That's coordination fighting, right? Coordination and fighting. All right. These are all D1s. Significantly better. Two successes. Two successes. Very good. Roll your damage. Five? Yep. That is five. That definitely 
hits the creature for one, or that definitely hits the creature. Um, and it is enough to, uh, shoot. Um, yeah, it doesn't take him out, unfortunately, but it does hit him pretty good. How does oh, that yeah. change? Uh, this one over here, uh, rushes over to Valentino and tries to take a swipe at him. Ah. So 2d20 right. coordination plus fighting as the opposed. Oh no. Zero. Oh no. Oh, this is not good. No. <laughs> okay. Well, again, um, there are no, yeah, there are no effects and I, I just rolled two effect rolls and nothing else. So no damage <laughs> is taken upon ah. you. However, you do fall down. Ah. And you uh, you might really quick, if you have access to it, go look to the prone uh, or hit the dirt is what you want to look for. Uh, so in order for you to do an attack, you would first need to stand up and then I would allow you to move. But I don't think you're able to do a um, ranged attack from the ground. Or, or no, you can do a ranged attack from the ground. The difficulty increases to two. Oh, Sorry. gross. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, who would like to go? Uh, would you like to go next, then, Valentino? Yeah, I think I'm going to go ahead okay. and go. Um, so I'm thinking I'm just going to kind of unload. Okay, so you're going <laughs> to do a salvo? Yeah. Okay, this is a D2. And, uh, difficulty two. I'm going to go ahead and spend, let's just say, one momentum right now. Um, really? Because. Uh... Yeah, you, fine. Uh, you convinced me. I'll spend three momentum for two dice. Okay. Uh, would I be able to aim from the ground? <laughs> yeah, you can use aim. Okay, so I will aim and then just try to unload into this thing that's towering mm-hmm. over me. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, dang. Okay. So aim, uh, tell everybody again what aim does. I believe I can reroll one of the dice. I think it's all of the dice, isn't all it? The... Let's look no, at. I don't think it's all of the dice. Aim. A 1d20 may be rerolled. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I will try rerolling any one of those, honestly. It'll say the 17 just out of... Okay. Uh, seven. Come on, hit! Oh, hey, two successes. So roll your damage <laughs> dice four, four d six. Actually, I got uh, two bonus dice. So on my insight. Oh, great! Nice. So six and uh five with one effect. So six. Yeah. So six. So you hit this one. Uh, and he he staggers back a little bit. <laughs> Your weapons, not fair. <laughs> uh, this one gets up and stands up. These two kind of uh, laugh maniacally as they run past him and do nothing else. Top of the round. Um, Who would like to go? Did I go last round? I don't remember you going. Oh, maybe you didn't. I don't mm-hmm. think you did. We, we both <laughs> tried to say something at the same time. Okay. And then you go, go ahead, gave Rodrigo. It to me. All right, okay. go ahead, Rodrigo. Um, I will uh, take a beat to aim at this closest one. Okay. And then I will spend a salvo for a piercing attack. Okay. So every effect I roll is, uh, you know. We'll go uh, through. It, well, it ignore it like sub- basically subtracts from its armor. Oh, yeah. good. That that cost me two momentum though, so I gotta okay spend that and take you down to one momentum. Yep, uh, two, two successes. successes. 
Okay, so you get one of your momentums back, and you can roll your damage. Okay, so that'll be five with my insight bonus. Uh, but I get nothing. No, oh, no you five. had five. So, uh, but, and you had one of these as piercing. Yep. Uh, so this creature, you strike it right in the head, and it goes flying back and is dead. Oh, good. So we can do something about them. Oh, yeah. You just have to hit them. They're, you know, what's really weird about these that um, uh, for those of you who did hit, I think, Doc, that you hit before, mm-hmm. you notice that as rubbery and as baggy and loose as their skin is, mm. it's pretty tough. It's pretty tough. Leathery. And they seem to shrug off. Yeah, leathery and tough, and they seem to shrug off a lot of the, a lot of the pain themselves. We must so, feed. Brian, Brian did the aiming thing. Can anyone do the aiming? Any, thing? Anyone can do aiming. Power? Yeah, it's if you look, your if your turn has started. Yes, you are well into your turn. Oh, is it my turn? I guess it is. I'm going to aim and I'm going to shoot him. Which one? Uh, the one. Damn it! Right. The one Here. next to Brian. Okay. Uh, yeah, that go one. ahead. Go Boom. ahead. D1. Wow. Two successes. Two successes. Very good. Uh, you may roll your damage. I may roll my damage. Do, 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 do. I'm, do, do. Wait, I don't have to roll my damage immediately, do I? Ha ha. Ha 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 ha. Ha ha. One, two, three, four, five. Yep. Five, you certainly, You certainly hit it. Now, what does one plus effect mean? Means there's an effect. If you had uh, decided to use your salvo, the effects would have counted for one extra hit of, of damage each. Ah, got it. Uh, but you did hit this one pretty good, and it's it looks pretty bloody. You dare. And it rushes up to you, Matthew, and it tries to swipe a claw at you. So roll 2d20, please. Oh. Uh, well, you need to roll it uh, minus your coordination and fighting. You need to roll it against your coordination. Oh, my bad. Two successes. Okay, very good. Uh, the creature swipes at you and misses. Curse you with your fancy dress. <clears throat> All right. That was that creature who would like to go next. So who is gone? Uh, We've had Doc go at the top of this round. Okay, who else is going? I think I'd like to go uh, since I got right. that one. That yep. one. Kind of get up uh, on one okay. knee and just fire another pot shot at him. Uh, see if we can't. Get another hit on him. Okay. Um, for momentum. I'm not going to spend any right now. Just a normal, hey, hey two successes. successes. You only needed one. All right. So, so that we'll gives do... you guys another one. Four, four D. Uh, oh, wow. That would have been a good one to. Again, that would have been a good I... one to salvo, but I'm not going to sneeze at six damage either. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, you obliterate this one the same way. Just right in his. It's like. These creatures, even though their eyes are really deep set, it's like they glow in the firelight. And you can really see, since these have been up close to you guys, you can see like there's like rotted meat in their fangs and in their Uh. teeth. Oh, this is like worse than like if you eat beef jerky and it gets caught in your teeth. And like 20 minutes later, you're able to finally work that piece of beef jerky out. And it smells like the rottenest flesh that you've ever consumed. That's what these guys' breath smells like delicious that happened yeah. to me just yesterday yeah i know right uh who would like uh so uh you killed that one this one is going to rush forward 
and he's going to yell at Jimbo. We told you we demand offerings. Are you giving them to us? Hey, man, I already told you to leave me alone. And you did something to my dog, man. I don't like it. I'll aim at this closest one and okay. I'll go ahead and spend a salvo. Uh, maybe I'll just spend a salvo for vicious so that it doesn't okay. cost me momentum, but I'll spend right. one momentum to get an additional die. Uh, this is very good. Three success damage. Oh, three successes. Very good. So that's six yeah. damage. Yeah. Cause you did your, your salvo, right? Yeah, for Vicious. Yeah, this one also yeah. goes down. Mm-hmm. You shoot him right in his fangly tooth. Nice. Very <laughs> nice indeed. This one has finally gotten up. This one that fell over earlier has finally gotten up, and he looks around, and all of his friends are dead around him, except for uh, this his leader that's over here. He kind of just looks around and does this weird dance, and then he turns around and just gets the heck out of that <laughs> out of that space. <laughs> You know, he does, you know, that weird kind of looking around and just kind of hightails it out of there. Would anyone like to go? I guess, Blisco, you're the only one. Uh, guess take a pot shot at the one that's still here threatening. Okay. Okay. Zero successes. <laughs> uh, Jimbo shouts, all your friends are dead or gone, man. Get out of here. And the creature is like, I will see you again soon. And it is gone. It it also runs out of the chamber. Man, that's one thing I can't stand about the catacombs, man. It's all the ghouls. <laughs> We're just going to. Yeah. All right. <laughs> what are you guys going to do? Uh I think we're just gonna. At least I'm just gonna start backing out. It's like, uh, sorry okay. to bother you. You are backing out. You are backing out. Remember, we're still under the uh, the thirty second rule here. So the faster you guys can act, the better. You are slowly right. backing out of this chamber, and a hand grabs you on the shoulder, Valentino. Uh, whip around <laughs> and see who it is. Oh, oh, nothing. Nathaniel, so glad to find you down here. I I knew you would. I knew you would see my markings. You're so smart. Oh, but we must hurry. We must go. My rescue, my friend. There were a pair of, uh, I don't know, men dressed in black, and they and they took and they took Pontus uh, away. Uh, we must go and 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 find him. Uh, just after like a brief second, uh, Valentino will just kind of give him a big hug. I was like. Glad to see you're all right. Uh, yes, let's go. Let's go help your friend. Yeah, I, I, they moved them down this way. I, I was, I was doing research of Doctor Hyland on the astronomy thing that we were talking about earlier, and I, I went to go investigate into the stacks, and when I came back, there were two men in my office yelling at him. They thought that Hyland was was me, and he didn't know what to say, and they dragged him away. And oh, Nathaniel, I think I've ruined something for you. I think I've messed up big time. That's okay. We'll uh, we'll figure it out later. Let's go. Let's go help your friend. Let's go. It's 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 down this way. And I'm sorry, but that rhyme. And he points to to Dutch. That rhyme that you wrote, they they took it. That's all right. They're they're down this way. I think if we hurry, we might be able to catch them. Yes. Yes. Let's let's go. Let's go. 
I'll, I'll reload as we go. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ready? Top off. Come back soon, man. Critical Hit Punch Hall Nazis is a production of Major Spoilers Entertainment and was produced and edited by me, Stephen Schleicher. If you would like to get a behind-the-scenes making of this episode, be sure to check out the GM Roundtable Octum Cthulhu Edition at our Patreon page, patreon.com slash majorspoilers. Each week I discuss my plans for the upcoming game session, and Dr. Brad Will is there to share his reactions and advice on how to be a better game master. I will warn you, though, there are spoilers galore in every installment of the GM Roundtable Octoon Cthulhu Edition. So, if you don't like spoilers and don't want to know what I am planning next, don't listen to these episodes. Though, I will say, if you do listen, you'll be able to see how and where the players throw a wrench into my plans, and you're also going to have greater insight into the world that's being built into this campaign. This week, Jimbo Fett joined the NPC crowd as the King of the Hobos, and Pontus Halen appeared as the Astronomy Researcher. You want your name to appear as one of these NPCs in future episodes? All you need to do is become an associate producer at patreon.com slash major spoilers. Finally, we want you to record yourself doing your best on critical hit and send it to us at podcast at majorspoilers.com and your voice will join the growing chorus of fans in upcoming episodes as well. Thank you again for listening this week, and here's hoping all of your dice rolls are critical hits. This podcast is copyright 2023 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC.